the ring culture podcast is back i appreciate everyone that gave us feedback on the first episode they were enjoying our list our conversations a lot of people were able to you know seek out who was osay's list because the number one some people were wondering why certain people weren't on the list but hey man that's the great discourse we gonna have but D'Angelo, Osei, Jamar, what's up with y'all, man? How y'all feeling? Feeling good, feeling great. Can't complain, man. Bless. What's up with y'all boys, man? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Can't complain at all, man. Shit, man. Here to talk about this. Talk about these. Talk about these lists. Talk about the NBA. And, you know, talk about the uh, shit. Who we got? Going for uh, you know, the MVP and shit. For sure, because if you guys aren't aware, the NBA season starts next Tuesday, October 18th. So we're gonna have a preview. We're gonna talk about a lot of things, but before we get into the NBA, let's talk about our league. Uh, we all participate in the fantasy basketball league. I'm the commissioner. Our draft was last night, and everybody was on time except say What happened to you, bro? Man, I was knocked out cold. I was ready, waiting, too. You seen the text right before the jump started. Then I don't know. Niggas dozed off, but I woke up <laughs> about 10 minutes into the joint. And, uh, yeah, it was looking ugly, bro. I had to, I had to do some surgery. I hope I did something. <laughs> I, had to make it, I had to make something safe. Now, uh, D'Angelo, how do you feel about your team, man? I think I got a lot of wild cards on my team, man. I think it could go, it could go up or it can go down, of course. But you know, I got, I, I mean, I got some picks up here that weren't, you know, active last year, as is like Jamal Murray and Ben Simmons, and then I got some another pick up here that's, you know, might not be active for the whole year, and Miles Bridges. <laughs> But you know, I think I think it I think it could play in my favor if 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 things go right. I need LeBron, nigga. <laughs> this man is willing to sell his soul for LeBron, man. I gave I told you my picks, bro. We've been discussing this jump since when I got here. So yeah, we might we might make a deal. I see. Now, Jamar, how do you feel about your squad, man? Uh, honestly, man, I like it. I was able to get most of my picks. You and Keith got me out the way a couple times with a pick I was about to scoop, towards, especially towards the lower rounds. I thought it was about to be low. But for the most part, man, I feel confident in my squad, man. As long as niggas stay healthy. My man, my key guy has been injury prone over the last few years, but I'm hoping they can just stay healthy for me. If that happens, you know, I'll be back in the playoffs as usual. Yeah, I had the first pick, so, you know, I'm supposed to have a good draft, but I took some chances, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I got my, my my injured reserve is full right now, so I'm shook low-key. I didn't know Middleton, now he's injured reserve. What happened to this guy? I thought he played. Nah, he hurt last year, bro. He didn't remember. Oh, he yeah, 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 he had a, 
so yeah, he hasn't played it, but okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching them on ESPN right now. They was yeah, about- he was. There was I saw someone was like, "Why are they talking to him so long? Like he's a superstar." There was. Put some respect on my man Middleton's name, man. Oh yeah, you yeah. were one of those. Yeah, Jose was one of those propaganda boys thinking that Middleton was better than Giannis. I didn't forget that. I never said Middleton never was better team. than Young. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, feel right there. I said Middleton nah. was better than Bosh. Okay. Nah, I never said rubbish too. Was better than Giannis. What? Nah, you would say he's better than because you was like, oh, when it's when it's clutch, who they got to give it to? They got to give yeah, it to Middleton. They, they do, yeah, he has to. That help. is true. Yeah, so help. that's that was his case. He was saying Middleton oh. is better. No, no, no. I was saying he was better than Chris Bosh, bro. You remember? <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah, why Bosch though? Yeah, he trying to say Bosch was that nigga. This is that in the third. He was a big three, but y'all was, but y'all say Chris Middleton is not that guy. So I've said, well, Chris Middleton's better than Bosch. So how is? But he's not, not based guy? on what? Based on what? Bosch, though, I really don't. Think yeah, that. he's not. Yeah, he's not. I don't. I don't even know where that came That's from. The boss to me. That's why I don't understand where this is where this came from. This is more LeBron propaganda. You got to push down LeBron's teammates to make him better. That's what it sounds like. Bro, what are you talking about? If I'm between Middleton and Bosch, I'm taking Middleton. Why? Because he can close games for me. Bosch is a 20 and 10 guy in his prime, bro. What do you mean? In his prime. He wasn't that in Miami. On the championship, he didn't have to be. On the championship team. He didn't have to. He was still putting up numbers, though. I don't understand. Like I said, he wasn't that on the championship team. Yeah. So is, is Chris Middleton. I think we should, take a, we should take a toll at the end of this. Who Who's you guys better? think is better between Chris Bosh and Chris Middleton? And you guys let us know, but I think it's yeah, we do have to do that poll. Yeah. Hey, Osei, before <laughs> we continue, like do you fame. think Chris Middleton is a Hall of Famer? I mean, he, he could be. No, yes or no, not he could yet. Right now, is he a Hall of Famer? My first ballot. No, he's not then. But he I can't. mean, either you is or you you ain't. So you don't think he's a Hall of Famer, right? What does that mean? And he was a major player on the team. So 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 is he a Hall of Famer? Yes or no? As of right now, no. Okay. I mean Okay. All right. Thank you. Let's move on. Chris Bosch is in the Hall of Fame. All right. But let's move on, man. This guy is crazy. No. Chris Bosch. I, I'll say this, man. He didn't watch Chris Bosh play in Miami, too, because he was protesting LeBron going to Miami. The white man programmed him. I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. I don't. Do you think Chris Bosh, I mean, do you think Chris Middleton can lead a team to the playoffs as the best player? In today's league, no. Then he's not better than Chris Bosch. Bosch would not do that in today's league. Either. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Chris Middleton because Bosch has already done it. So you can't say Chris Bosch can't do it because he's done it. But in his in that t- at that time, Chris Bosch has been the best player on the team unequivocally and took him to the playoffs at least. What team? I, what year was this? For the Raptors before he I'm, came what, to the what Heat. What year was this? What year was 2009, this? 2009, 2010. Before he came to the Heat, bro. Why do you think they made such a big deal that these three niggas was coming together? You think because it was you think it was just because of Dwayne Wade and LeBron? No, it's because they got Chris Bosch too. 
He was nice, bro. <laughs> it wasn't like he was like, uh, nah. Niggas ain't making noise about no Chris Middleton and Giannis being together. Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday. Like, no, no, no. It's just Giannis and Chris Middleton's the closer. But nah, Chris Bosh was nice, bro. Without Chris Middleton, bro, if they had Chris Middleton last year, they would have went further in the in the in the playoffs. But yeah, yeah, without, yeah. without you think do you think That's... that he would have won a ring without Chris Bosh? They wouldn't have won a ring without Middleton. Okay, but do you think that I I, I actually do you think the Heat would have won a ring without Chris Bosh? Yeah. What year? They, they could have made nah, it happen. They they what, made. what year? What they who would they have beaten? They would have won. Maybe the Thunder. That's the only one I could give you. Maybe. Nah, if 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 he's not there, then Ibaka they, blacks out. Yeah, if and if Ibaka they, was getting strapped in the finals, I remember that. But Bosch I'll say this. Beat. If Bosch isn't there, I don't even think that he could beat that Celtics team. Now I have to go what, back the and see if they were healthy. The Grand yeah, got, Celtics. Oh, yeah, I don't man. know if they was healthy. Yeah, yeah, Rondo yeah. was their best player by then. Yeah, but okay. as far as Middleton leading the team to the playoffs, Middleton never had even had the chance to do that. Well, I mean, he did the have the chance. Right. He just yeah. wasn't good enough. He's played for Detroit. He's played for uh, the Nets. He's played for a few teams before he found his role on the Bucks. Just wasn't good enough to be that. He's found his role. That's all. Yeah, and if you were good enough to take a take a team to the playoffs, niggas ain't getting rid of you, bro. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, I'd have never seen a nigga who's good enough to carry a team at least to the playoffs. And the team, and he's like a role journeyman before he finds Milwaukee. Like, nah, ain't nah. All right, well, that's a nice segue, Jamar, because... There's a lot of players coming up in this draft, but last week we saw a showcase in Vegas between Victor Wembenyama, Scoot Henderson, the presumed number one and number two picks next year. And there's a lot of hype because in these games, Victor Wembenyama blacked out 36-37, made seven threes one game at five blocks. Uh, he had 11 boards in another game. He was showing his all-around game, bringing the ball up, shooting threes, catching off the dribble, shooting fadeaways. It looked like a video game. Scoot was balling, too. He had, like, 28 and 11 assists in the first game. Uh, each team split the series. Did y'all catch any of the games? And if so, what did y'all think about the performances from these prospects? I mean, I saw highlights of the game. I think I seen some of the game, but I saw more highlights. Just from the highlights, man, they they got some good talent. They some talented uh, players. But you know how I feel about rookies and all that when it comes to the NBA. Like, I don't rate niggas because the NBA is just a whole different league. But both of them niggas is really talented. I like Scoop. He ain't scared to – he was challenging that man, uh, Wimbignana, a lot. He probably gave that boy like four blocks though. Just yeah, he blocked his shot like two, three times. But Scoot got a reverse layup on him. Yeah, I seen that, John. That's what I was saying. He 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 got you know he got the the drop. He reminds me of a uh, Maxi a little bit when I was watching from what I seen. Word. It's nice to see. I like Wembenyama too. Uh, D'Lo, what did you think about it? Because I know you're a Scoot guy. I think Scoot is gonna be real good. I, I I mean, like I've seen I see I'm seeing like a lot of different players in, in Scoot, like when like resembling, but like 
I think that he has potential to be like, you know, a a 20 point per game like in the league. I really think he can be that player. Um, you know, if he keeps developing and, you know, getting I think only thing that he needs to improve on a little bit more is probably like his his shooting a little bit, but like he attacks the bucket. He, you know, he he doesn't he's not scared, at least, you know, like he went down there, he went in there on Victor. So like I think that he's, you know, he's showing all the right things to be like not number one pick, probably, because I don't think anybody's gonna pick him over Victor, but you know, number two, he's gonna be right there. He's gonna be in the discussion. Sure. Jamar, how did you feel about the showcase? All right. Now I was on uh on the on the on the Scotty, that's his name, Scotty or Scoop? Scoop, Scoop, Scoop. Scoop. Yeah, see, I don't know. Yeah. I'm confused. Why does he not just call himself Scooter? Shout out, Young Scooter. Why is he just Scoop? That's weird to me. All right, but uh, yeah. Uh, oh I my bad. I, I found out why. I'm sorry. I just had to figure it out. I know why he calls himself Scoop because his real name is Sterling. <laughs> <Batch. laughs> He's stupid. All right, but. I mean, I was on the school train, bruh, but, like, the more I'm be thinking about this shit and I've been watching that that homie, uh, Wembe Yana, did I say his name right? Wemben Yama. Wemben Yama. Yeah, you get it, man. Look, all right, man. We talking about somebody that's 7-4 who's moving like a point guard. And got a stroke pause. Bruh. And I it's like I remember in the first drink, I was like, Yeah, he was nice, but he wasn't really getting no rebounds or nothing. Yeah. Shit. And then the next game he gets eleven boards. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, All right, well, he shut me the fuck up. Yeah. And then he got four blocks and he's a skinny bull. Like yeah. he's gonna get like here's what I here's the only thing I can question. His drive. That's the only thing we gotta wait and see. But if he has a drive to be like truly, truly great, like not once he accomplished some shit, maybe slack off. Like he's like truly, truly like, bro, he gonna at least get four or five rings, bro. Like, cause you've never seen nobody like him though. Like he's just yeah, yeah, it's, it's just too impossible. Physically. Like, like, like physically and talently. Yeah, and his skill and even his body. Like, yeah. this is this is one thing that I've noticed. Like, I read an article about him. Uh, he's the cover athlete on the latest issue of Slam. Shout out Slam Magazine, classic. And in that article, I learned a lot about him. I learned about his upbringing. And he is passionate, Jamar. He loves the game. Um, his mom is a former basketball player. Oh wow! And, and his grandma and grandpa on his mom's side are former basketball players. His grandpa used to be a six-seven center that used to be known for punching. So he's been learning the game since he was a little kid. And this is, you know, if you guys don't see him, he's a mixed kid. So this is the white side of his family. And y'all know, Lavar Ball said <laughs> when he talked. To- <laughs> When he talked to Lonzo and then he said, yeah, you got your frail body from your mama's side of the family. Oh, this, man. <laughs> this guy, he got the hype from his mom's side of the family. Now, his dad is a Congolese OG. That's why his last name is Wembenyama. Shout out to my Congolese people out there. 
And his dad was a former triple jumper in track. So his dad taught him how to run fluidly. That's why, like, y'all see him, he moves fluidly like a guard. And he said, yeah, it's because his dad was teaching him how to move fluidly. Since he was a little kid, he was always the biggest. And then, of course, getting the game side, the actual hoop side from his mom is like they made the perfect athlete. You give him the understanding of how to use his body because y'all know the problem with a lot of big men is that they look uncomfortable. Sometimes that big, they look stiff. They don't look like they're able to move. They look like they're harboring. Even like Chet Holmgren, he got like a little hunchback. Like he's too old. Yeah, Hobo Bowl, he yeah. was he was kind of fluid too. I like but Bobo. Bobo. Yeah, but Bobo. He's going to set him back. Hey, He's yeah. not as stiff. But I'm liking how diff- my net's looking right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the difference with Bobo is his understanding of the game defensively is bad. He can't rotate. He doesn't understand when he's supposed to switch. With Victor Wembenyama, this brother already has the, like, makings of a great defensive player like Jamar mentioned. He had five blocks, one showcase, four blocks, the next showcase. At the very minimum, like the first time I heard of him was when he was 16 playing Rudy Gobert and giving Rudy Gobert buckets. And Rudy (laughs) Gobert is one of the best defensive players ever. But one thing that – Yeah, yeah, hey, man. (laughs) Hey, the same as all of them. Mutumbo wasn't strapping nobody on the perimeter. He would get set down too. (laughs) <laughs> well, he's he's an alien. See, and that I'm that, happy you brought him up. I'm happy you brought him up, Jamar, because Hakeem was one of these fluid alien yeah, athletes. But it was because of what? Because he played soccer growing up, so his footwork and how he understood how to use his lower body helped him have a long career. Now with Vic, y'all know uh Dirk's coach. You know the homie that taught Dirk how to shoot. I don't know if y'all ever saw that documentary. Yeah. about uh Dirk's coach and it's the guy that taught Dirk how to shoot and I need to find his name but it's in the article but when he was a kid his agent oh yeah his name is Holger Geschenwinder he's the mentor of Dirk he taught Dirk how to shoot a lot of people want to go train with him Victor Wimbenyama went to go train with him and the homie this is what Holger said let me try he said, Victor doesn't need any damn coach, And end quote. Yeah, he said the boy is special. He don't need me. <laughs> so that's why I think he's going to be special. Hey, he's the best prospect I've ever seen, man. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, bro, because I was like, I was going to say the best prospect. I thought niggas was hyping when I first, I was thinking since Anthony Davis, but then I'm like, nah, he's, he's smoother than Anthony. I was going to say LeBron, but then I'm like, damn, bro. But LeBron six nine, this nigga seven four. <laughs> so it's like, damn, bro. Like, bro, his 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 potential is too limitless because he's playing a tall man's game, and he's literally gonna be the tallest man on the court. And yeah, always. Yeah. Like, it's, but the it's, history of the tall men in the league is they don't they don't really last in the league. Uh, yeah, true, more than likely. Yeah. yeah. Because you got Hakeem, you got Kareem, you got um, AD, you got a bunch you can of say tall, Shaq. Like, Shaq is 7'2". That brother lasted yeah. over a decade. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking more like slinky niggas. Like yeah, I'm trying to compare them. 
Uh, I mean, when you look at Porzingis, that was the closest nigga who I feel like. But even Porzingis didn't have the handle, I think, that this nigga he got. Doesn't. Or even the, like, the turnaround game that this nigga got already right now. The, the way that this nigga turn around on over the shoulder and can just knock down the joint. And he can do that from three. All right, bro. I'm yeah. not talking about this. Yeah, he's just, he's just <laughs> putting the ball down effortless, effortlessly. Yeah. Like, Eight away threes. When I saw that in the corner, I'm just like, all right, like, yeah, yeah. How do you? I need, that? I need, I need to see this in the up, highest bro. level. I need, yeah, that's true. You do need to see it at the highest level, but you see the potential. Like, if he can do that at the highest level, bro, who's stopping a turnaround pull up three from the corner from this nigga, bro? Nobody. You physically can't. You're not tall yeah. enough. Yeah, like they they just talk about Kevin Durant. Can't nobody block his shot. But you're starting to see more and more niggas move like Kevin Durant and like who are like seven feet. But nobody's yeah. seven four, bro. <laughs> like and when Benyama said the two guys that he loves the most in the NBA is KD and Giannis, and yeah, I see a lot of those brothers in his game. Sure. And if you can combine them two niggas, bro, he's and he's their child. All right, bro. Next topic, bro. Because he, he I, just, <laughs> I just shifted my whole train of thinking, like, because I was on the scoop bandwagon because I see the driving scoop, like, like I really do. But when Benyama, he kind of so calm on the court a little bit, like his demeanor to whereas, like, I ain't really see too much because I ain't watch, like, too much of the game. I was like, hey, he's highlights. a dog boy. He's a dog I'm boy. Is. I'm telling you. I'm when they up. lost, when they lost the first game, he was telling niggas he might drop 50 the next game. He told niggas, Scoot, he's a good player. If I wasn't born, he probably would be the yeah, first pick. That was some he's, shit he said. That's what I'm saying. He, he believed, like, he, he's so ahead. He's talking about, yeah, 2024, the world, uh, the Olympics is in Paris. I'm trying to start. I'm trying to win the gold. That's what he's on, bro. Oh, he man. has the drive because he man. knows he has the potential to be one of the best ever. Like, Real quick, I want I want y'all to give me y'all feedback. This is my top five prospects I ever seen. Let me know what y'all think. Mm-hmm. Number five, KD. Mm-hmm. Number four, AD. Mm-hmm. Number three, Luca. Number two, LeBron. Number one, Wembenyama. Because hey, Jamar, you remember we was on Luca early, the Real Madrid days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here's what I'll say. I'll put. I, the only reason I won't put Luca there is strictly because of his height. It's like the other boys that you name, like their height and LeBron was like literally a physical, he's a physical specimen, like his speed, his strength and his power and everything. So, but ah, ah. I mean, it's a t- I, I, I like it. It's, it's a, but the only thing I would take Luca out and probably put like Maybe even Hakeem in that joint. You know I was saying? just but, going on prospects that I seen. Oh, you know, I, that I didn't you see. see. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, I fuck with it. <laughs> All right, honorable, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah honorable mention: Zion, Greg Oden, Ricky Rubio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg Oden. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, if Greg Oden never, if Greg Oden never got hurt, bro, he was gonna be ill. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember Greg Oden, but yeah. like. I remember in that national title game that Ohio State played Florida. He had, had, eh, well, you know, his man, his man, his mind wasn't into. Yeah, yeah. But you said Greg Oden, so I'm like, okay. But the reason why I'll say Greg Oden is because the hype he had coming out of high school 
and he lived up to it. Like Ohio State went to the national title game. I saw, I remember that national title game. He had like 25, 14, and four blocks. He had Horford and, and Joe Kim Noah in foul trouble. Maurice Spates was coming off the bench looking confused. Like, I don't know what to do. Hey, Odin was the man, bro. I, I remember that Ohio State team was nice too, by the way. Yeah, Mike Conley for sure, though. Well, say that. Well, yeah, but you know how it is. All great centers need guards if you can't, you know, facilitate the ball for yourself. Mm. Yeah, but mm. hey, I'm looking forward to those brothers coming in the NBA next year. But yeah, me too. Yeah, but hey, let's talk about this season right now. Um, D'Angelo, you had your top 10 for each conference. Are you? Ready to share that with us? Cause I'm interested to see what you think, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is just something I threw together. Um, for the East, uh, I got the number one seed being the Bucks. Uh, I got the Sunny Sisters being coming in at number two. Yeah. I got the Nets at three. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the Celtics coming in at four. Uh, I've been jumping, changing between the five and six seed. Um, and I'm gonna have to go with five at Cleveland. I think Cleveland's gonna actually do a lot this year. Um, they got a lot of pieces, and I think this year they can actually, you know, can make a a huge leap with the talent they have. Um, and then after that, I have the Heat. Um. That seven seed coming in, I have Toronto. And uh, the eight seed, I got the Chicago Bulls. And the ninth seed, I got my Washington Wizards. Oh, oh Lord. Got the Wizards coming in the ninth seed. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Please, please. Audience, everyone out there in the world, this brother D'Angelo was born and raised. Not even born and raised. He chose it, but early to be a Lakers fan. Kobe Bean Bryant was his man. Shaq, he loved the Lakers. He was a purple and gold boy. Now you're saying my Washington Wizards? <laughs> LeBron effect. Yeah, see, that that, we, we gonna break, yeah, we're going to break down that hatred one day, man. Yeah, clock yeah. two. It's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. But, you know, I'm going for the home team, man. We're going to push through this year. I really think so. But and at 10, I got the Knicks coming in for the East. All right. Now, um, let me ask Osei and Jamar, how do y'all brothers feel about D'Lo having Milwaukee number one? Because for me, I don't think they've really added too much to their team. Joe Ingles is a good pickup, but he's coming from an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about Milwaukee being number one? Uh, I was kind of I was kind of shocked at that one but I mean I understand yeah I don't know because Brooklyn is looking Brooklyn is looking sweet let me let me think let me uh let me reiterate I kind of forgot that Middleton was going to be out uh probably until Christmas um oh lord I didn't know that I wouldn't have drafted him that early oh lord I think he's going to be out until at least they said a couple weeks and I'm thinking probably around Christmas I'm just assuming so uh, that could probably flip flop. I might, but I'm gonna just go ahead and keep on with the Bucks at one. Fuck it. I understand it though. I'll get it. 
Yeah, I respect it. Uh, well, Halo. hold on, my bad. Go ahead, Jamar. I would. I, I, I feel it because only because of the consistency. Like they usually, they've been a top three seed like the past few years, and like it's question marks around. I originally, if it was me, I would put. I was gonna put Boston. But since I think a big reason why Boston is nice is because of E-May. And since he's not there, yep. I think that's not – I think they're going to drop, for real, like a few spots. Well, to me, they have because of that. Um, but I think they're still going to be nice, though. Like, I probably – like like my top four would be 76ers, Milwaukee, then Brooklyn, then Boston. But before the Boston thing, it was like Boston, mm-hmm. then 76ers, then Milwaukee, then us. The way we looking against Milwaukee right now, I mean, this is without Chris Middleton, but I mean, I'm liking how our offense is looking a lot better now. It seems like we're getting a lot more comfortable with each other than the first two games where it was like niggas kept thinking about shit. I mean, which happens, but I still, but I still think we got a major. I, we looking a lot better against Milwaukee than what I did when I realized because of the size that we added. But I still think that nigga Joel Embiid is gonna be a problem because we don't got nobody. That's big enough for his ass. But yeah. Giannis ain't been playing too well in this game. I've been like on and off it because it's preseason. But I've been looking at his numbers and they ain't been looking too pretty. He's looking he a little tired. 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean it is preseason though. So I mean and he did play Euro basket too, you know. Yeah. He's still coming back from that kind Yeah, of. exactly. And and KD just blocked that nigga shot. But uh yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it it's 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 uh that's the only reason why, but I mean, I, I still got to see us do it more consistently, and I got to see us be healthy at least relatively for a whole season because the past, like, two years, niggas been getting hurt too much. So it's like, I got to see us be healthy, and I got to see it before I really, like, put some stock in us. I mean, but yeah, I can see the Milwaukee Bucks definitely being number one, just based off of consistency. They know what they do. They know where they at. They know what they what everybody brings to the table. They've been in that system for a little minute and everything like that. So I can see them being number one or the 76ers. Because you know, you know, James Harden is a regular season icon. <laughs> so I can see them niggas being the number one seed and then losing in the second or third round. All right. All right, uh D-Lo, can you break down your top ten for the West Force? Yeah, yeah. Uh I think at one I got um well I don't think. It, the only reason I say I think is because of what's going on right now with their Man, it's you know, all predictions, you know, so it's not guaranteed. I'm, I'm you know. Good. You know. Uh, but I got Golden State coming in at coming out the West, number one. Um, they just have the, the most talent. Like it's yeah. Um two, I have the Clippers. Clippers is just gonna make a comeback, Paul George. Kawhi, John Wall, is is that's gonna be the team coming out. That's gonna be a, the sleeper. Well, it's not even a sleeper, but shoot. Um, three, I got the Suns. Um, four, I got the Grizzlies. Uh, five, I have Nuggets. Six, I have the Pelicans. Seven, I have the Timberwolves. Um, eight, I have the Lakers. Nine, I have the Kings. Hmm. Ten, I have Portland. 
Ah, okay, interesting. Got the Timberwolves over the Lakers, bud. Damn, yep, I do. The Pelicans too. Yep, I do. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I the Pelicans I are nice. Man, it's yeah. just man. They are, but I, I think I see it, you know. Now, I believe it. That team is going to be nice this year. That roster, the way I, I salute David Griffin. Nah, get out of here. Shout out Jose Alvarado. Shout out Herb Jones. Shout out Devontae Graham. He's going to wake up now in a six-man role. CJ McCullum as the point guard, he's finding himself. I think the Pelicans are going to ball this year. But, of course, it all depends on Zion. But, hey, he lost weight. He's looking good so far. So I feel you. I think the Pelicans are a lock for the playoffs. I think the Kings is going to be a Oh, yeah. I think they're going to make the playoffs for sure. I didn't say I'll get my list and everything for this my turn. But yeah, I'm a little fan. The Pelicans placed one, one, uh, one place above the Lakers last year, right? Uh, they were in the plane. Yeah, they were in the plane. Let me see. The Lakers. I think they took the Lakers spot. No, nah, the the San Antonio did. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. With no, with no Dejounte Murray. Yeah. Now you got the Lakers at eight. What do you think the Lakers done this offseason? They made Look, some good additions, bro. What? They got some what good players. Schroeder. They got some shooters. They got some like shooters. who? Who? Swagger. Who? They got Swagger. Uh, what's that? <laughs> what well, is one dude from yesterday? I'm still catching up to these new niggas, man. Uh, one cat. What's his name? Ryan. Mm. From yesterday, nigga dropped like six. He went six for nine from three. Like yeah. the Lakers are getting shooters. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is not gonna yeah, put you over bro. the top. I'm sorry. What? But... <laughs> all right, we're gonna see. If we're putting our, our we got LeBron, AD, Austin and Westbrook. Reeves. That's all you really need. Oh, now you hey, bro. I'm the man. Okay, <laughs> state. man. I'm a, all right. Man. I'm, I'm liking how we looking right now. I just don't think that the Lakers is gonna be. I don't know what you where, where, where do you where do you place where do you, where do you, where do you think they, they let him yeah let, let him hey, go I, is, are you hold on hold on I, I mean I are is D'Lo done with his are you done with your predictions bro yeah, yeah. I'm done I was I was just wanting to see where he thought the Lakers could go like okay I think he has them as the one seed you know he thinks they're one oh, on the definitely not one definitely not one where on this list I will put the Lakers I I put them. Right there with the Pelicans, bro. Above the Pelicans. So number five seed. Yeah, I mean you got the Nuggets at five, right? Yeah, and they had Jamal Murray coming back. Yeah, yeah. and Michael Porter. So, Jr. Put, that's what Who I'm do you saying. have above the Nuggets? I got the Grizzlies. I don't know about the Grizzlies though. They're not. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. About the miss a lot of time. With the Lakers, bro. Hell no, not the Grizzlies. I'm sorry. Why they not? Got, they got as far as they did because of injuries, bro. I, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but uh, Clippers, I would put no, I would do Golden State, the better than Golden State, Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, and Lakers at five. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear y'all's one because I don't really got one, so I'm just going off y'all. Uh, well, should I go? I mean, I got like MVP and shit too. Uh, yeah, you could go ahead with your uh, 
your conference, whether you have like an order or you just have division winners, because I have yeah, who I, I think, think is going to win the division. Oh, I didn't go that deep. I just went conference and then finals. Who was going to win the finals? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, for everything, MVP. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be Luca. I think it's finally going to be his year because Giannis already got two. What's his name? Just got back to back. And they're not going to give him the white that drink three times in a row. They ain't do that shit since Larry Bird. Uh, so I don't think that shit going to happen again. So I think they're just going to give it to Luca if he has a really a good year. And the Mavericks are like a top four seed. I think that they'll give it to Luca. So I give Luca. My dark horse though is KD for that. Because uh, if we have a good season, he was always in the top two, top three runners until he got hurt for MVP. And if we, all the bullshit that's going on with us, if we happen to be a top two, three seed, and that nigga got MVP numbers there, give it to him. Uh, defensive play of the year. Uh, this one was a toughie. I just said Ben Simmons off the strength. Because, uh, again, narrative. I'm going off of this shit a lot of narrative because you know how these awards be. And, like, Ben Simmons, bad bag, will he do something? Will he do this? If he has relatively good stats, because they're going to keep an eye on him on the defensive end, they'll give it to him. My uh, rookie of the year, I got that Ranchero Orlando boy. As you know, they usually give it to the, the rookie who get the most minutes and score the most points. I don't know if he's going to average the most points, but I think he's going to get the most burn out of all the rookies, so. You know, I think he probably most likely to win that joint. Now, here's my question for six man: the starting lineup for the Golden State Warriors is this going to be the starting lineup? Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, and Wiseman? Yeah, or Kevon Looney. I think they're going to ease Wiseman in. Okay, then my six man has Jordan Poole won six man of the. Well, that shit don't matter. Jordan Poole is going to be my six man. Of the year, that right? sounds very good right there. Yeah, God, I like I have yeah. the same list as you. Like literally from MVP to rookie years, everything. I have the same. Yeah, I got Jordan Poole hands down six man of the year if he stay healthy after everything that's going on and he trying to get that bread. Uh, points per game leader. Uh, again, Whoa, you really went deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went points, rebounds, and assists. Points, I got KD if he stay healthy because, again, before the nigga was hurt, he was leading the league in points. <laughs> uh, rebound, I go with Rudy. And assist, I got CP3. My dark horse for assist, I may go with Luka, and that's why I think he may get MVP if he can, you know, tick up his assists. And you know, have a good year. They're just gonna give it to him because I think Harden's gonna have the most assists. But... Yeah, I think Harden is too. You say Harden? <laughs> I think Harden go. Yeah, I'm off that nigga Harden, bro. Fuck him. But yeah, uh, oh yeah, and uh, East and West. Well, I do conference finals. Uh, real quick, conference finals. I got Milwaukee, and I was gonna say Boston, but since E may gone. I'll put us going there before the 76ers. Like, I do not have no faith in James Harden or any faith in Joel Embiid. So, like, when the pressure is on. So, I got us against Milwaukee, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. I got Milwaukee going to the finals. In the conference finals, I got Clippers and the Warriors. And I got the Clippers beating the Warriors based on all that shit that was going on right now. And then, honestly, I got the Clippers beat Milwaukee if they go 
go up against each other if them niggas stay healthy because niggas be sleeping on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but yeah, and uh, East and West. Let me do that real quick. Uh, East. Um, I dropped Boston a lot because of that Ime uh Udoka situation. Like I said, so I got seventy six is one. Milwaukee two, Brooklyn three, Heat four, Boston five, Cavs six, Hawks seven, Bulls eight. Man, the East is nuts. Uh, but my my bottom, my seven through ten can go. Have a, uh, whatever. Oh, I'm the Hawks. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where was that? One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six. Hawks seven, Bulls eight. Lonzo, I don't know what's going on with Lonzo Ball. Ah, Toronto. I might put Bulls under Toronto for real, for real. Yeah. Toronto nine. And yeah, I, I damn the East is crazy. And either the Knicks or Wizards at 10. Man, the, East, the East is deep. Yeah, man. <laughs> I forgot about the Hawks, man. Shit. Yeah. Nick yeah, get them bum ass wizards out of there, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nixon wizards slid out. Hawks are getting. <laughs> uh, the... Yeah, you got the wiz with that joke. Yeah. <laughs> you see how big the Lakers? You see, bro, you see that shit? You see how being a fan can blind you? Uh, and then yeah. the West. <laughs> in the West, I got Clippers one, Warriors two. I think either the. I got Nuggets three, Mavs four, but I think that's interchangeable because I think the Nuggets, man, the way Joe, Joe, if these niggas can stay healthy, bro, I just think they're going to have a good regular season record. Like, and Jokic going to go nuts with them niggas. I just think they're going to have a good regular season record. Same with the Mavs. Then I got the Suns at five. Then I actually got the Lakers. I think if them niggas, stay, if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, I think they'll make a. I hear that for I think they'll make one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I think they can be six because I'm. I got to see what the Pelicans can do, and, and that Jared Jackson Jr. thing with the Grizzlies. I think last year with the Grizzlies was might have been a little aberration. I got to see them do that shit again. Uh, and then I don't believe in the Timberwolves for I never have really like. For real, for real. And then I got the Blazers at 10 because I don't know who they got, but I just think Damian Lillard can at least carry them niggas to the playoffs. So. All right, all right. Uh, D-Lo, did you want to give your award winners real quick? I got the same as Jamar, literally. Like, I got MVP. Oh, okay. It's like the same, the same thing. My dark horse for MVP this year is LeBron James, the Damn. Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. He is the king of narrative. I could see, I could really see that happening. Like, I I really could see it just being given to LeBron. What's it be his, what, fifth one? Yeah, it's fifth. Yeah, I could see that happening. So I respect I'm, it. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I like that. I like that. I like that. But this I man here it. is trying to convince me that Winnie and Gabriel is going to be a factor for them to. I did not say that. I said he's a good to for the Lakers. I said he's a good backup to AD for the Lakers. That's all I said. All right. Thanks Stop. for the, thanks for that, Osei. All right. Let me give my let me give out my predictions because this guy we're gonna have a lot of fun this season can't watching wait. the Lakers. Can't wait. Can't wait. Y'all gonna remember y'all gonna remember this shit. It's on wax, huh? 
And I got this, I got this Celtics winning the Atlantic division. I got the Bucks winning the Central Division. Oh, I got yeah. huh? Go east west, east west. Do east west. No, I'm teaching you basketball. You don't you don't know these divisions? These are the divisions, son. Oh, God. The yeah. Atlantic division, the Hawks or the Miami. I'll go with I'll go with Dreadhead Jimmy in Miami, but I don't really believe in the rest of the roster. It didn't really get that much better. The Northwest Division, I'm going with Denver, Pacific, the Warriors, and the Southwest Division. The Pelicans are winning that division. My top four for each division or for each conference, because yeah, it's five through ten. I don't care about that. The the teams I think are gonna have home field advantage in a first or home court advantage, Boston, Milwaukee, Miami, and Brooklyn. I don't really believe in Philly like everybody else. <laughs> in the West, my top four seeds are the Warriors, the Nuggets, the Clippers, and the Pelicans. Oh, um, you really believe in the Pelicans? Yes, yes, I do, man. Right, um, man. Um, up a lot of shit this year, man. Hey man, I've been watching it, man. I watched a lot of the Pelicans last year. Like I said, David Griffin, he showed this brother can build a roster just like shout out JB Bickerstaff and the Cavs. Um for the Eastern Conference Finals, I got it Boston beating Brooklyn in 6. Western Conference Finals, I got the Warriors beating the Clippers in 6. Warriors winning it again. Uh, my MVP, my MVP is Steph because yeah. For the finals or for the regular season? Then regular season, he gonna win okay. finals MVP too. But regular season, <laughs> Steph is gonna get his third and continue to ascend into the all time greatness. Um, my rookie of the year, I was thinking Paolo because you know he's the number one pick. They made they. Picked him to be the number one option on offense. He's going to get all the opportunities and score. But my dark horse is Matherin on the Pacers. That boy's balling. I picked him up at the end of the fantasy draft, too. He's going to ball. I was tight. (laughs) Yeah, he's balling today, too. Yeah, he just had a sick windmill dunk on a fast break. But, uh, yeah, that's my boy. Um, Defensive player of the year. That was tricky because last year I thought Jaron Jackson Jr. should have won because he led the league in blocks. And when John Morant was missing a lot of time, the Grizzlies were still great because a big part of that was because of their defense. Instead, they gave it to Marcus Smart Community Service Award, you know, so I don't know what they're going to do. So I'll say since they want to be biased towards perimeter players now, I think they'll give it to Mikael Bridges this year. More community service awards. Speaking of community service, you know who my coach of the year is? Oh, Joe Mazzulla. Yeah. Oh, from coach the of the year. For, yeah, the, the new Celtics? Celtics coach. Yeah, watch oh, wow. this. We about to see. The NBA, we know. Out of all the other major sports, coaches, historically, it seems that the media, the fans, everybody, they seem like it matters the least in basketball because it's so much about the star players. Joe Mazzulla was a big part of setting up their defensive scheme. He's been there for years. He's actually a part of Brad Stevens' staff. He's an OG. He also has experience coaching already in D2 
was pretty decent. So this isn't his first time as a coach. Ime Udoka, as y'all know, it took him a while to get a flow of the team, and it took them the second half of the season for them to turn it around. Now that Ime Udoka is a nasty boy, it brought them something that they can unite over to be like, hey, just because that little nasty nigga ain't our coach anymore, that don't mean we're about to be cooked. I think that's going to make the team get inspired and go up. And that's the same thing. Like that incident we're going to talk about, I think that is going to inspire the Warriors to lock in. And that's why Jordan Poole is also my sixth man of the year. That bird, he wants his money. He's about to get paid. And uh, most improved player, of course, Tyrese Maxey. You know, he's about to get that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that one. Yeah, he's about to snap that one, too. Yeah, yeah. But um, let's go into it, man, because last week at the end of the episode, I read the report from Marcus Thompson about the incident uh, between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Since then, we've seen the video. Draymond was – he apologized. The team had a press conference. He didn't get suspended. He got fined, and now he's returning to the team on Thursday. How do y'all feel about this situation? Do y'all think this will mess up this season for the Warriors? Uh, I mean, here's what I think is going to mess up the season. I mean, I think uh, it's a lot of mixed things. I'm like people. I think I personally think. The punch he dropped him, but I I just think that that shit be happening all the time in sports, dog. Like niggas be getting in the fights and everything. What what makes it so bad is that everybody saw it. Yeah, I mean, getting, getting dropped it isn't a good look. But I mean, niggas do scrap all the time in sports. Especially Stephen probably. A said Jordan. He reported that Jordan Poole was asleep. He was knocked out because oh, of this. Yeah. He was asleep. <laughs> but <laughs> that's wild. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I just think. They'll, I just think it's not that big of a deal, especially since they not they not suspending them or anything like that. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I do think that because players are trying to get that that bread, that's what's gonna take it away, like what's gonna hurt them. Like, yeah, they gonna play nice, but there's gonna be certain instances when that money come involved, everybody got TV deals and every like the other players, not the core warriors, but everybody else who trying to get paid and shit. Like, maybe even Draymond, too. Yeah, you like, say Core Warriors. Uh, sorry, Jamar. I just want to let you know something real quick. Um, And D-Lo Osei, I want you all to hear this. Because Joe Lacob, the owner of the Warriors, I don't know if you all recall, but before Steph was due to get a Supermax, he was even acting like he was hesitant on giving Steph the bread. Oh, saying okay. yeah let let the let the market dictate the price that's what he also said about Draymond but with Jordan Poole he was like oh Jordan Poole oh yeah we're gonna pay that young brother they they want them so yeah. that's where I think Draymond is hesitant like oh they ain't gonna pay me even even Clay Thompson they might say thank you for your service boy only Steph is the one that's untouchable yeah so it's it's things like that where I think they may not galvanize and it's hard to and it's real hard to repeat in sports you know what i'm saying like just even off the strength like in order to repeat in sports most of the time you got to kind of like be a juggernaut and like the warriors i just don't think the warriors are that much better than everybody else in the nba to repeat unless things kind of go their way you know what i'm saying for them to repeat you know so that's that's my whole kill with that but I just think 
I don't think it's that big of a deal to be honest, which I just think it's uh it's it was bad that he got dropped. It's bad that we saw it, but most of the time in sports, like people scrap and you get over it. It's just the sleep factor, though, man. It's, man <laughs> knowing that he got he really was snoozed, and now the whole world saw it. That's so bad, dog. Oh, but man. you saw him the first game after he slept when he woke yeah. up. Yeah, he was he going crazy. Yeah, like 26. He was going crazy. He said he woke up. He's funny. I mean, yeah, that's I I don't think it's that that big of a deal. I think it's just bad that everybody saw it. And it, like for it to get leaked like that, like, I don't know. I just that's that's wild to me. I ain't never seen shit. And I never seen it's rare you see practice footage get leaked in professional sports. Like so. Yeah, it's some dark art stuff. Uh, Osei, yeah. do you think the person that leaked it, do you think it was a person, you know, looking for their own, uh, you know, their own financial gain? Or do you think it was someone in the Warriors front office trying to cook up some controversy to fire up the team before the season starts? Oh, no, honestly, I feel like that was just something that had to be leaked. The storyline was already... You know, the storyline was already coming out. There was a physical altercation between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. So you already know people going to start speculating about what happened and this, that, and the third. So, I mean, the video just came out for niggas to see, like, what it really is. Because, I mean, shit always goes on behind the scenes. Everybody want to know why certain things go on. The video is going to prove why certain things are going to go a certain way this year. Or for the future of the uh, the Warriors, so I don't know. I don't see no. I don't see the motive behind leaking the video, other than you know to let everybody see what happened. After after D'Lo gives his answer, I'll tell you my propaganda, man. D'Lo, how do you feel about the situation? Is this serious? Is it not? Do you think this will hinder the Warriors' chances to repeat? I mean, you gotta think about this. Like the war, like this is not like this is not new for Draymond. Like we, we, he's done this before. Like I mean, it wasn't on camera, but like you know, he's done this before. Like with with KD and all this stuff, and you know, like at the end of the day, I still got the Warriors. They're gonna still do them. They're still that. Like at the end of the day, Draymond's the glue. But like the Warriors, like. I mean, if they had to pick between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green, Draymond Green is what thirty four going on thirty five. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm taking Jordan Poole. I'm sorry. Like, Easily. Easily. It's not really. A, it's not really a, a. Anybody could see that answer. So like, at the end of the day, like, do I think some some fishy shit happened on the back end? So something could like controversy could come up yeah maybe it could happen but like i didn't maybe even lower draymond trade value yeah yeah i didn't like you know draymond he's a system guy to me so like absolutely he he fits the system i don't know if i I could put draymond on a random team and he's gonna thrive so at the end of the day like this could be a make or break for his career so he, he really needs to tread lightly so, hey man, hey. That's what I think. by the way, he's 32 going on 33, not 34 going on 35. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell by I can't tell by that hunchback shot, nigga. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, hey. Let yeah. me, now let me take y'all to why one of my aliases is propaganda, okay? Because I got some propaganda for y'all. Let me let me break it down. Now, as you guys know, one of the most influential books ever written in sports is The Jordan Rules by Sam Smith. And in that book, it detailed Michael Jordan being an asshole, his gambling, you know, the stuff that the NBA and all his endorsers wouldn't want to be public. Now, the rumor is that People in the organization, some of his teammates, and even Phil Jackson were feeding Sam Smith this information. Years later, Sam Smith gets a job working for the Chicago Bulls website. Now, if this guy was really an op of the organization, would they give him a job? No, that lets me know someone was feeding him. We know Michael Jordan is crazy. He uses anything as fuel. I think Steve Kerr, being a child of Phil Jackson, knowing how hard it is, like you said, Jamar, to repeat because he was on a team that had a three-peat, and then he went to San Antonio where they had a great team, but they could never repeat, and he saw, hey, maybe there's some things that we could have done or could have happened to make us have that hunger to try to be repeat champions. I think Steve Kerr and the organization leaked the footage themselves, bro. I think they wanted this to come out to you embarrass Jordan Poole. You put that dog in him even more to say, hey, I need the ball. I need to show people I'm not a bum. Draymond, he's going to try to be a community service patient now. Oh, I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to hurt nobody. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to be helpful. And it even gives the young homies a spark. Because Wiggins, he's another guy fighting for money. But now it's quiet because it's all about Jordan Poole. And you said, Jamar, one thing, that you didn't think they're that much better. And I think they can be if the young guys take the leap. Kaminga, Wiseman, Moody, even, uh, what's my man, uh, Dante DiVincenzo, they got him to replace Gary Payton II. I think... The young guys, if they're able to take the step, I think they will be better. And because of that depth, they'll be able to have a great regular season. That's why I got Steph as the MVP and uh, Poole as the sixth man. But I think this was oh, intentional. Oh, tough move, LeBron. Okay. Yeah, you see it? Oh, Lord. It? But what do y'all think about my theory? Now, I, uh, that's a little – I can see it. <laughs> that's <laughs> – I can see it, uh, but that's, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I mean, now, it's a nice theory. Now, will it work, though? The only way it'll work is, like you said, if them, if them young niggas can do that shit in the postseason, like prime time, like making big shots. If Clay, because oh. if Clay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how Clay going to look. And, like, like we all see Draymond declining. Like, he, he already got benched in the finals like a couple of times. So it's like, well, not a couple of times, like what was it, that one game? So like you said, now and that and that shit comes to like heart and your heart beating. And when you know you gotta make the shot, will you make the shot type shit? Cause even Steph Curry has had some 
ill nine nine not making shot shit. Oh in my the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like missing shots that he usually makes and just going on cold streaks at the worst times. So it's it's hard. <laughs> That's why. But I mean, it's the theory itself is it makes sense. So I can see it. You know what I'm saying? And 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 Steve Kerr does mimic a lot of what Greg Popovich and Phil Jackson does, like not just on basketball court, but all outside the basketball court too, like the yeah. mind games and shit. So I can I can see it. I, I think I think the Warriors need Draymond. They need Draymond because he's their I feel like he's their heartbeat. He's their uh, their their drug that gets them going. He's what make them not bitches because if Draymond yeah. wasn't he, there, he's honestly, the one that gets Steph going too. <laughs> that is true, Jamar. He's the one that gets Steph focused. He's the one that knows Steph spots. He knows how to get Steph rolling. He knows where to put the ball for Steph. Like he he has to be there for them. Without him, them niggas, I, I feel like they they quiet. Look sure, at but there has Russell to be Westbrook, yo. He's so petty. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that man got it. Like, let me, let me, nah, you good, bro. Uh, this is the Warriors postseason leaders since, you know, they put this core together. The leader in points is Steph. The leader in rebounds, Draymond. Assists, Draymond. Blocks, Draymond. Steals, Draymond. Games played, Draymond. He's the most reliable, too. So, hey. One thing I give Draymond is, yeah, he he shows up most of the time in big moments. He's always been there. I remember, yeah. I think what? In that game seven? I think he's the one he dropped 30. Yeah, if the Beige brothers didn't fold, Draymond was going to win finals MVP in 2016. Yeah, he was cooking. I remember he was cooking. That's why he went in the parking lot, was crying and said, oh, KD, these light-skinned niggas are hoes. Come help me, please. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's a nice – It's a, I can see the theory, though, man. Hey, speaking of calling somebody to come save the day, y'all see that Redeem Team documentary? Absolutely. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Who, who wants to discuss that first? Yeah, let Brother D-Lo go first, please. Because this, if you guys aren't aware, Netflix has a documentary on the 2008 U.S. men's Olympic basketball team. 2004, they lost. Uh, I think they finished bronze. Argentina won gold. The 2014 was led by Tim Duncan, Allen Iverson, and it had LeBron, Wade, Carmelo, and there's after their second season or after their first season. So, yeah, they fell. And, you know, Larry Brown was the coach. And then the Redeem team comes together. Coach K, another one of D'Lo's affiliates, comes through. And his big homie, Kobe, comes as the leader, the number 10 of America, and saves the day. Break it down, D'Lo. What did you think about it? Uh, I thought the documentary was was well put together. Um, I, I, uh, some things I didn't know. Um, a lot of things I, I saw that I do remember because I remember the shitty ass team with Lamar Odom and all them up there. Uh, <laughs> I remember us getting bronze that year, and it, and I was all I was I was, I remember back in the day I was like why I was just thinking like why isn't Kobe here like did did they not try to like recruit Kobe like what the hell's going on uh, I don't remember what was going on at the, I think yeah he had the legal shit going on I think at that and time. I think also yeah you're right about that and then it it's was crazy, after 
No, nah, it was after the Lakers. It was after the Lakers lost in the finals yeah. to the Pistons. Yeah. So Shaq just got traded. You know, it was a lot. And he, yeah, he was um, probably trying to prove himself, and probably because you know, who was the fuck was really cared about playing the USA basketball? Yeah. Yeah. At that point, it was a given. The gold was a given. Yeah. Yeah, that it was beneath um, it was beneath Kobe at that time. He didn't really care about that. He was trying to win championships, M- NBA championships. But uh, like I thought it was, I mean, it was nothing I didn't already know. I mean, I knew Mama mentality. You know, it was it was crazy about you know him, you know that the dedication that he put into his craft. Like you know, as they was out partying, chilling, he was in the gym. Like and then his work ethic like pushed over on them. And like he basically taught them how to win, because like when Kobe was there, he went thirty six and zero. So like you know, mm-hmm. it's it's just crazy. And that... if you look at that roster, he was the only player on that team with the NBA championship at the time. Yeah, everybody was what rookies and first year players. Nah, not no. a 08. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a 08. Oh, not when uh, Kobe played? Nah, Dwayne yeah. Wade had a ring. Dwayne Wade had a ring. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, D-Wade was already a finals MVP. I apologize, yes. And we had Jason Kidd, yeah. Yeah, Jason Kidd, Boozer. It was some vets, Michael Red. You know, it was a mixture. Tayshawn Prince was another champion, too. So, you know, so yeah, salute. Uh, yeah, Osei, yeah. did uh, this documentary help you see Kobe in a different light that maybe you you weren't as informed in i mean i knew kobe was mamba mentality but i mean he definitely uh made me understand more of the mamba mentality like he took that mj shit to another level he took you know dedication and drive you know to me he did like yeah, he. I would agree with that because Michael like Jordan. People... Michael Jordan is legendary for being an outside boy. Kobe didn't have fun like that. Kobe knew that he had to dedicate more of his life to his craft because he didn't have the athleticism gifts as other people. He had to be more technical. I think that's why he had to work so hard. Y'all know Michael Jordan was like. That's another reason, probably, why he loves Allen Iverson so much. These are the brothers. They'll be out until seven in the morning, go to sleep for three hours, and then wake up and drop fifty on you. Yeah, but see, I let I let uh I let uh I'll say finish. Nah, I was saying uh with with Kobe, he was yeah like there was nobody around Kobe to really like get him, you know, in a friendly you know, hype like nice space like LeBron did because you know you seen on the on the show. LeBron brought the, you know, the humor out of Kobe. He made Kobe laugh. You know, he he made Kobe open up to other players in a different way, too. But what Kobe did to them was make them focus on, you know, what matters, and that's winning. And I feel like that's another effect of, you know, players getting that check, you know, because you see how these young dudes, they so used to, you know, balling, having fun, you know, you know because of the money. Kobe never didn't come up in that era where money where was a thing where everybody was having fun. He was just, you know, more dedicated, you know, more dedicated to the sport. Damn, uh, he kind of is. Kobe is from the era when the young homies were getting money, but he had a different mindset because 
his dad was a former basketball player. He grew up rich, so money wasn't his motivation like other people. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jamar, what did you feel about the documentary? Uh, oh, I mean, all right. Well, the, just to answer the, say what I was going to say about the little drink. I mean, difference is, like how you, you say AI wake up and drop 50. I think Michael Jordan would wake up, still practice in the morning, be in the gym before everybody and shit, and then drop 50. You get what I'm saying? Nah, like, that's true. That's true. Yeah. He did have the breakfast club with uh, Scotty, Ron Harper, all the homies that, yeah, they would be up training with Tim yeah. Grover. Yeah, you're right. But I I do I do understand where you feel where you said take it to the next level because Kobe really was like I remember Kobe saying he was he worked out four times a day like four in the morning seven in the morning <laughs> like like he's he be, he's next with it like, but, yeah. uh, like bro running into the way he ran into Powder Saw bro like, yeah 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 it was how he, how he had all the players like shocked like Chris Bosh and everybody was like yeah. damn what the like, but I can definitely see Jordan doing that as well. No, oh, oh yeah, yeah. He did. I mean, him and Scotty yeah. did it to Tony Kukoc. They killed yeah, him. Yeah, but um, as far as the documentary, I to be honest, it wasn't really too much that was shocking or surprising because, like, I remember, like, I don't really remember the the bronze thing like that because I wasn't really paying attention to USA basketball again because during that time it was like. Oh, it was a shock that we didn't get gold. So, like, when we didn't win gold, it was like, what? We got bronze? What the fuck is going on? So then when the when the, I seen who was going to be on the team, and then, like, they was already – they kind of already covered, like, half of the footage, like, already. But then it, it is some behind-the-scenes stuff, so I do remember most of the stuff. But it just reaffirmed to me what I thought about Kobe and, like, how I felt like Kobe was the best player from like oh like six oh seven to like two thousand ten two thousand eleven, like and that's why like especially that that what I didn't know was they was out clubbing and then Kobe was going to the gym shit like that I didn't know, and I did hear about a workout where like because Kobe talked about it I can't remember in the interview where he was talking about where he knew Dwayne Wade was going to be one of the ones because like. Kobe was going to the gym and then I think it, he was talking about the Olympic joint actually he was going to the gym and he had seen dude, I don't I don't think it was the Olympic joint he said he was working out with somebody and he was like yeah they said it was Dwayne Wade but he was like Dwayne Wade was working out with him and was like competing with him with him so he was like oh yeah Dwayne Wade gonna be one of the ones I fuck with him because he kind of like me but like I, I kind of already knew Kobe was you know that nigga at that time and then like on top of that like how he galvanized them, that was shocking. But it's like when you realize what was going on around that time from 07 to 08 and Kobe really wasn't talking to niggas like that, it's kind of like, that's what I didn't know. Like, he really wasn't, like, really wasn't friends with niggas. <laughs> like, he really uh, yeah. wasn't friends with niggas. Like, like, Jordan wasn't friends with niggas, but he was friends with niggas. Nah, he had friends. Yeah. Kobe had yeah. no friends. Like, Kobe, Kobe literally... Said- Kobe no said, friends. "Who? Yeah, Kobe said, who needs friends when you have banners? Yeah. Like Michael Jordan had friends. You see yeah. Space Jam. He put his niggas in the movie. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, like Jordan. <laughs> but had, you know like, this, Scotty is not in Space Jam. But that's another story. <laughs> for day. Hey, it's like a dangerous thing. I think he gonna be trolling Scotty for life. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man. It's just 
reaffirmed how vicious Kobe was and how he really was the best player during that time. Like, and it was, it's like unequivocal because if he's galvanizing them, then it, it kind of reminded me of the the Dream Team documentary a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like kind of like the same thing. Like Kobe, when Kobe, we knew the difference when when they stepped in Beijing, everybody knew Kobe. It was Kobe, 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 Kobe. And it was yeah. like the same thing with Jordan. Like when Jordan was over there, Jordan was the one who had the posters. Everybody was like, Michael, Michael. It was all of that shit. Michael, Michael, Michael. So it was like the same thing, kind of like that during that time. And Similar to the Dream Team too. Yeah. Uh, who do y'all know who led the redeem team in scoring? Uh, nah, I don't. Was it Dwayne Wade? Yep. Oh shit! Sixteen a game, and do you know who led the NBA in scoring the next season? In '09. Yeah, it was Dwayne Wade. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. You, and you know what else he did that year? He had over 150 steals and over 100 blocks. The only other guard to do that? Michael Jordan. Yeah, and and that's that's why I didn't think Kobe was the best player in the world. I'm like, hey, he ain't even the best at his position. And you know what's wild, That's though, what I was thinking back about then. The, 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 the redeem joint was really, really got to D-Wade. Yeah, and that was, yeah. yeah. And the you know what's crazy? Two. The nigga Dwayne Wade pulled up with the goatee and the number, same okay. number jersey is uh, Jordan, number nine. Yeah, yeah number nine, yeah. Dog, that shit was head. funny, it, yeah. It, 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 it was, so I realized that watching the joint. I was like, They're, oh, yeah. he pulled up like Jordan. He was next. Those are Michael's two best sons. That's how I always looked at it. I always looked at it like D-Wade is 80s Michael Jordan and Kobe is mid to late 90s Michael Jordan. That's how I looked at it. They're like the different, like D-Wade is the uber athletic freak. That's also yeah. a great playmaker. And then Kobe's the relentless scorer who's also a great, but I used to think D-Wade was a better on the ball defender than Kobe. Hey, that's another story for another No, nah, I give you that. I give you that one. I give you that one. Kobe, yeah. I, I will say Kobe was a little hyped as a defender. Yeah, he was. But, but he still was solid though. For sure. Now, hey, We're closing up this episode. Do y'all have any sleepers y'all have for the season, like players y'all watching before we go that maybe they're under the radar and you think they're going to blow up this year? Keegan Murray, man. Uh, Yeah, you did say the Kings are making a play, and so that makes sense. Mm, I like his game, too. He is nice. Kings, telling you, Sabonis, Fox. <laughs> I, I really don't have any like true breakout people this this year. I, I I don't really see anybody that's really gonna blow my mind like too much that's gonna like pop out on the scene. Maybe like a rookie or a second third year player that I'm not really thinking about. But nah, I can't really think of too much right now, bro. Oh, say is yours when? What's your man? When you? <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> uh, I, I ain't gonna say he he's a sleeper. Uh, I don't. I don't really got no sleeper. If anything, you know, <laughs> I might. I nah. might run with. I might run with him. I might run with him. Oh, just for the man, fuck of it, dog. No, nah, real sleeper. Real sleeper <laughs> this year. Real sleeper this year is AD, bro. He gonna be healthy. I think he gonna be is MVP. That a sleeper, MVP. MVP. Nah, I feel. Wow. I feel it. I feel MVP. it. That is a sleeper. MVP. MVP. I feel MVP that. AD. That's that's what I'm. That's how I'm feeling. If he's healthy. He's going. He's going to get that MVP, bro. 
I'm in your direction, Osei. My sleeper is someone that is not a sleeper, but he didn't play last year. You gonna throw the Y'all must have forgot. Zion. 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 Wow. It's coming. Yeah, he's, Zion. Wow, Dan is riding this Pelicans train right now. Yeah. 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 I'm going to New Orleans, man. We go to the 504, man. Ring Culture Podcast. We out, man. We Hey, shout out all the hot boys and hot girls out there, man. Birdman. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.